writer's voice. And my guest today is Deb Shepard, who writes fiction, memoirs, and essays. How are you, Deb? I'm fine. Thank you so much for having me, Linda. This is very exciting. Well, thank you. I'm glad to have you because you're going to talk about a topic that I haven't addressed yet with any of my guests. You wrote your first book many years ago and you put it aside and you didn't publish it until decades later. So I think we have, I have a lot of listeners who do the same thing. They start something, they put it aside. They're wondering if they're ever going to finish it. We also have listeners who don't even start writing until the older years. So I think you're the ideal person to talk about this. So why don't you tell us about that process? But first, I'd like you to hold up that book cover of your book, because we want everybody to see that book. This is so happy to get it. And publication date is April 20th. Very good date. Yes, I know. I know why it's a good date. Happy birthday. (laughs) There you go. So tell us about that book that you wrote 30 plus years ago. So 34 years ago, um, I was uh, married with, with two children and my marriage was unraveling. We were having financial difficulties. I had a teenager. I had another child who thought she was a teenager. And I started fantasizing about a another life, like a parallel life, have my life with a different person. And that fantasy gradually turned into a manuscript, which I started writing on the kitchen table at night when the kids were asleep on a brother's word processor. So those of you old enough know what that is, right? Finished it, never sent it to a proofreader or an editor, just decided it was finished, found the name of a a New York publisher in uh, Writer's Digest and sent the book off in a box which I still have. I still have that box, that relic. And he sent it back a couple of weeks later. And that's a quick turnaround time. Right, right. It was like probably opened it and went, oh no, not for me. (laughs) Maybe it was the box. I don't know. So then I said, well, you know, I must not be a writer after all. And I put the box in a cardboard carton. We were living in upstate New York and it sat in the closet. Then I moved to New Jersey. It went to another closet. Then Gradually, we moved up to Maine, and it sat in my closet here for almost 10 years. So what happened was I retired. I was a social worker. I directed a center for survivors of domestic violence, Mm -hmm. and I started writing, and I said to my husband, you know, I think I'm writing a a novel. This is a different husband, right? Different husband, yes. I'm sorry. I have to get back. (laughs) But what happened was, yes, we did get a divorce, and I did not run off, but my protagonist did, So, so to search. But uh, I just wrote the book. Okay. Vicariously, you ran off. <laughs> yes, vicariously, but my uh, protagonist really did. So my second husband said to me, oh, you know that piece of juvenilia you wrote all those years ago? <laughs> he said, um, why don't you pull it out and see if there's anything in there you can put into this new novel because then you won't have to write as much. So I did, and I really had not opened the box in 30 years. Pulled it out started to read it. And I thought, you know, this is not so bad. I don't know what I was thinking. But of course, I'm older, I have a different mindset, different self esteem levels, different everything, everything, kids are grown up less stress, or at least of that kind. Right, exactly. So I retyped it on a computer, all 350 some odd pages, Mm -hmm. edited a little bit, and started taking workshops of Maine Writers and Publishers Alliance, where I met a developmental editor and started working with her. And sent it out um, when, when it was finally finished and proofread and copy edited and mm-hmm. sent it out to agents. And one agent, I went to so, several pitches and one agent said to me, oh, I really like this book, but I don't handle historical fiction. And I went, 
historical fiction. This is like the 60s to the 80s. This is my life, you know. <laughs> 60s to 80s is historical fiction. Oh my word, must have been a young editor, huh? <laughs> she was about 12, yes. <laughs> so I went, so I think, you know, she was trying to be very nice. She said, but I think she was looking at me as some kind of relic, right? And I, I looked very briefly, maybe for two seconds about self-publishing, but I'm such a um, technophobe that I just decided I couldn't do that. And then I found out about hybrid publishing and found my publisher, She Writes Press, and it was a perfect fit. Mm -hmm. And they accepted it. So here we are. Now, in the intervening years, you wrote that first novel. Between that time and the time you decided when your husband made that suggestion about, you know, writing fiction... <laughs> Did you write anything at all in those intervening years? At the beginning, I was a newspaper reporter for a rural paper weekly. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I wrote a little column about country life and raising kids and things like that, which was fun, you know, and, mm -hmm. I, and yeah. uh, I really enjoyed it. And then um, when I got divorced, I decided I needed to, you know, I needed to support these kids and went to social work school, mm -hmm. got an MSW, became mm -hmm. a social worker and uh, had several managerial positions, administrative positions. Mm -hmm. And then when we moved to Maine, I got the job as director of this domestic violence program. Mm -hmm. So I did plenty of grant writing. Okay. Like many, 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 many grants and many very detailed reports. Like, you know, when you get a federal grant, you have to be so specific about... Yes, federal government. I only use these paper clips that you paid for for this particular project and for nothing else in the agency. I yeah. promise. Yeah. And by the time I retired in 2014, I just decided I was not going to write anything longer than a grocery list. I was so tired of writing. But the thing is, is what a lot of writers don't realize is if they want to write in a particular genre, whether it be mystery or romance or historical fiction or memoir, they think if they're not writing in that specific field that they're not a writer and they don't realize that the writing that they do in their jobs or in their day-to-day -day life is helping them build their craft. I mean, I, as a child, was writing. And, and over the course of my life, I've written all kinds of stuff. I started out as a young woman writing stories and then poetry. And I was in my late 20s when I wrote my first novel. And then, as you said, life and children and a pending divorce and then a divorce and your jobs interferes. But in my job, I had a business column in a newspaper. I wrote some magazine articles. And in the insurance field, I support myself writing insurance textbooks and classes I still write my fiction, but I think it's something that we writers have to understand that if you're a writer, you write, and it doesn't really matter what you write, you know, right. and it's that process of doing it. So what tips do you have for people who want to keep writing, but, you know, like you, you that you had the dream of the novel and you felt that dream was gone. You don't need to put your dreams aside, do you? No, no, absolutely not. And, and for a while, I also, you know, there are freelance things that you can write. There oh, are. Yeah. There are contests, there are essays, particularly for women, there are wonderful platforms for women writers. Just get your feet wet, you know, just, mm -hmm. just jump, jump in and do it. And um, you don't have to start with a novel. Right. You could start with flash fiction. There's mm -hmm. platforms out there for pieces that are a hundred words long, you mm -hmm. know, and just, just do it. You know, what's the worst that can happen? You have a book in a box for 
30 years. You know? right. Well, and actually the worst is that you don't even do that. I mean, I know what I did is a couple of, I'm going to say 2016, I wrote my first short story. I submitted it to Writer's Digest. You know how they have their annual short, short, you know, the 1500 words. It didn't do anything. So the next year I wrote another one and it placed 15 of the top 25 and it was published in their annual compilation. You know, so just because you don't know what you're doing doesn't mean that you can't do it and do it well. Yeah, there's a learning curve. I haven't done anything with that because I've been busy, but that's in the back of my mind. I want to do more with that. And right. and there's there's ways to do that. Now, you also write memoirs and essays, right? Right. So I've had several essays published this year. Um, I started a memoir. It's I'm about... 80,000 words into my first draft. I know I'm going to have to rewrite completely. I'm taking, the other thing I'm, I'm going to recommend is that people start taking workshops. Mm -hmm. You know, people, you meet like-minded writers, you know, and people who are just starting out, people who've had books published, they're all kind of a mishmash and it's, and you can learn from each other. It's wonderful. So with you, as far as your writing, are you planning another novel? Not at the moment. I want to get the memoir done and I, I imagine it's going to take me another year probably mm -hmm. to do another mm -hmm. draft or two probably a couple mm -hmm. of drafts mm -hmm. you know I'm 74 at my first novel is being published at 74 which I That's was terrific I know I know but you know what's funny is I thought oh I am so unique this is so fabulous this is and then when I started with she writes press which is my publisher I met so many women who are in their 70s in their 80s and one woman who's 90, who's written three books, and she's kind of debating now whether she should write her fourth. Mm -hmm. So I found a community, which is wonderful. And it's much better to have that community than to be unique. Well, and I think there's a lot of people who do that. When I finished that first novel of mine back in like 1988, I joined Mystery Writers of America and Romance Writers of America. I wrote to my favorite writers and said, what do I do? You know, how do I pursue publication? How do I learn more about it? And that's what they suggested that I join, you know, some organizations. So I picked those two. And uh, I actually became the chapter president of the New England chapter of Romance Writers of America for a while. And the woman who served as my treasurer was almost 30 years older than me. At the time I was in my late 20s, she was in her 50s. And she and I became critique buddies, you know, for many, many years. She'd write something, I'd critique it and all that. And I was published before she was, but she published three romance novels within like a two-year period when she's in her mid-80s. Wow. Oh, I love that story. You know, she's in her early 90s now, and I don't think she's writing anymore. She's retired to Florida and she's living in assisted living, but she's got her mind. She probably yeah. could do it, but she's yeah. not up with the technology. And I just co-wrote a mystery with a fellow who is 89. We wrote it a couple of years ago. Hopefully it'll be coming out later this year. So for people who think that, oh no, you have to do it before you retire or you have to do it at a young age. No. And I think all the things you do as a younger person, you acquire life experience, you acquire perspective, you acquire skills. Oftentimes I think our writing is better. I do. And also post-retirement, you don't have the responsibilities. I think it's a perfect time to be writing. I agree with you there. Well, Deb, thanks so much for chatting with us. I'm going to have you back. Okay. You have lots of good information to share. And for those of you who want to learn more about Deb, you want to see her book, you can find her online at her website, DebraShepherdWrites.com. And I'm going to spell that for you. For those of you on the podcast who aren't seeing it across your screen, it's Debra, D-E-B-O-R-A-H. And Shepherd is S-H-E-P-H-E-R-D. 
and I'm hoping you know how to write the word rights. So it's DebraShepherdWrites.com. Deb, thanks for visiting with us. I'll be talking with you soon. Oh, great. Thank you so much, Linda. It was really fun. Yes, had fun. Okay, and happy birthday. Oh, thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. <laughs>